Uh, I don't. I just can't leave this topic. I guess this church topic because it's such like a big part of my life. But I was just thinking just now as I'm driving about kind of that moment. Well, so I had that moment when I decided to leave the church. Um, the the like basically the straw that broke the camel's back was I had a one of my brothers came out as being gay and he was going to BYU and I could just see the struggle. And how horrible it was for him. And so I just like, I had to stand with like that one in need. And so I left the church basically just, I'm done. I don't support this anymore. This isn't good. This is like, this splits family. This causes more pain than good. And so, but then also like, it's so crazy to think about because, so right before my son got diagnosed with cancer, I went through this like, me and my ex-wife were having like lots of problems at the time most of them a lot of them caused because of this church shit and so we just had a lot of hard years because I was losing my faith and started to not know where to turn and started to become pretty untrustworthy as a husband I would say and so since I didn't know what I was doing I always had this like I just kind of went through this like thing where it was horrible I couldn't really replace my spirituality and I was just super lost. And the reason I'm like so passionate about this topic is because, so I went to every corner of possibility to try to stay in the Mormon box. So I left for probably five, six years. And then because my marriage was bad and we were fighting all the time and I was looking for solutions, I was looking for solutions to like, how do I piece this back together? So I started to go to this like non-denominational church where they get up and they're like, Hallelujah! Praise the Jesus! <laughs> like, this sucks. Like, this is so weird. And it was just another like money scheme. But I was like bouncing around and I found this cool pastor. He'd get up and just do these like really good lessons about like Facebook or about blah, blah, blah. And things about positivity and wouldn't really push like a negative message. So I was like, this is cool. Like, I like this guy. But then he left the church, and I kind of realized, like, huh. Like, I was just going there because he was a good motivational speaker. So that's when it started to, like, dawn on me that religion is just kind of bullshitty. Shitty McBullshit. And so anyway, I started to think to myself, like, what if, what if this is all just something within you? What if it's something within you? So backtrack a little bit. Well, actually forward a little bit. So I'm going with this pastor. I actually go to lunch with this guy. I'm like, can I go to lunch with you? I really appreciate your message. And I go over my whole Mormon background. And like, we really hit it off. And I'm like, I'm so glad I found you. This is like replaced a big giant hole in my heart. And then he left and he was gone. And like, I realized that like, I just liked him. And it just did this whole thing to me again. Like, okay, back to the drawing board. And so I started to just get like disconnected from like spirituality again. And so me and my wife at the time were going through this hard time. And so I was raised to pray, to ask God for help. You have questions you ask with like a sincere heart, you can get an answer, which I still kind of believe in. Just more like universe, even if it's God, like I just don't believe in the Mormon teachings. But so... I uh, have a medical marijuana card. Um, I got that 
a few years ago, and it's the one thing that I found just to really, like, help me just to become a little bit more even kill. Because anybody that knows me knows I'm, like, very wired ADD, like, just stressing myself out. So, anyway, I got these edibles this one time, and I took an edible, and then I decided to say this prayer. Like, is the church true? And I started to see these visions of, like, my ancestors coming to say hello to me, like my grandma. It was like a very vivid experience. And as I was like having this experience, I was like, should I go back to church? But when I was like saying this prayer, I was thinking about just how many problems this would solve in my life if the church was true. And so in my head, I was just like, you have to think this is true because this is going to save your marriage. This is going to, like, save your reputation with your family. This is, like, going to change everything. So, basically, I had this spiritual experience five, six years after I left the church. And I convinced myself that it was a real experience. And I went with it. And I was like, you could ride this out. And so I told my wife. And I was like, hey, guess what? I, like, had this experience. I think it's true. And I started to, like, flip the script on, like everybody I had been talking to and everything that I had like taught been teaching myself and just thought like this is a better path I'm gonna go with this path and so I did like I go I went back to church bought my family my marriage started to get like significantly better and then since I was going back to church it started to bring back all these feelings of like guilt and things like uh uh-oh like you have all these sins and I'm that type of person where if I'm in something I'm in I'm not going to be like this half-assed member of the church where he's like going but like having affairs on the side or doing that type of thing so I decided in my head like okay I got some stuff I need to clear up it's gonna cause problems but it's something that I have to do and so I shot up a bishop's interview, <laughs> which deep down, like, as I was going back to church, like, the only thing I really enjoyed was that, like, my mom and my dad and, like, a lot of family friends and people were just proud of me again. And my, like, the biggest thing was my wife, like, my relationship felt better. And so I was just super excited about it. And so, but basically, um... I set up this bishop appointment, and I get in there, and I tell them about some stuff, and they have to meet, and it's like, well, we're either going to have to excommunicate you, or we're going to have to disfellowship you. And I was like, okay, like, whatever. And then I had this, like, council, where there's, like, four people in this room, and... I had to confess all this stuff, like, in detail to people that were, like, my neighbors. And it just felt so wrong. It felt so, like, I just was sitting there thinking, like, is this, do I want this for my kids? Like, this is terrible. Like, I'm getting disfellowshipped or, like, kicked out of this community where it's basically, like, you can't participate. Like, you can't say prayers. You can't raise your hand. You can't give talks. You can't go up give your testimony. And I'm like... This is ridiculous. Like, I'm actually here saying, like, hey, like, I hate this, but I'm willing to do this because I want to, like, help my family. And then you guys are basically like, no. Like, we need to humiliate you. 
We need to like make you wear this red, this scarlet letter, and just we just we need to basically like have you beg to come back. Like we need at least a year of you just basically like looking like you're the most pathetic thing in the world, and then we'll give you your rights and your permissions back to join this wonderful cult. And so I did like the whole meeting. I did the whole thing. Got through, got disfellowshipped, and what the, what happened after that day? I left, and I never went back ever again, because I connected the dots in my head that the reason I was there wasn't because I thought the church was true. The reason I was there is because I was trying to fix problems by going back to something that was comfortable. And so that, I, I felt like this is, I needed to make this message because um, kind of what happened after that is then my marriage obviously like came out with some stuff that was pretty heavy and like I said, I can't share a lot of other people's stories. So at one point in the future, I might be able to get into details about some stuff, but right now, no. Um, but I basically... And this, the craziest part, what happened is, uh, this happens two months, two months after my son got diagnosed with cancer. So I had already made up in my mind, like, this is too heavy. You have to hold yourself accountable. You have to come out and like talk to your wife about this stuff. Um, and so I had already made that up before my son got diagnosed with cancer. And then... Like a week or two after I had decided, like, I'm going to, I actually had, like, a date picked out. I had, like, time and date, and I was going to, like, take my wife out and basically be like, look, this is, like, this is what's happened to me in my life, and, like, I'm super sorry, blah, blah, blah. Well, before I could even get to that date, we find out my son Tucker just got cancer. So can imagine now like that's quite the predicament right you're in quite the predicament like you just found out your son has cancer and you know you have to like clear your conscience of some conscience of something but you start to tell yourself like how could you do that like you can't do that to her right now but then you start to think like well you know you have to get this off your chest eventually and so what's better, like, do you do it now, prior to starting this, like, nightmare, or do you do it after, when, like, finally everything's good, things have settled down, you're like, hey, guess what, let's go through more trials. So I kind of just came up with this in my head, like, well, I have to, I have to, like, come clean, and I think as part of, like, my guilt for doing certain things was so, like, heavy on my heart that it kind of... Like, I feel like I should go back to church to make it right to her and to other people for screwing up so bad. I felt like I, like, owed the world, like, my life because I had messed up so bad. And I was just in a bad place mentally. And so, anyway, as part of, like, this trying to prove that I want to be a better person and I want to, like, be there the way I should be there. And I'm really sorry I went to the bishop and got disfellowshipped. And so... Just kind of all the dots started to connect in my head at that moment. And, like, 
it sucks because I was really good friends with like a lot of people in the church and I wish I could like keep those relationships. It's weird how when I leave the church, like the relationships just kind of fall apart. Um, I've kept maybe a couple, but not too many people reaching out just to like continue to be friends. Um, like I said, there are a couple, but, um, it was a really difficult decision because now I have to go through this whole thing again. Like, I got to leave the church again and tell everybody, like, hey, you know what? That spiritual experience was, like, not real. It wasn't even real. Like, I didn't even actually have that. I made that up because I wanted to fix my life. And so I just, like, totally messed my brain up. Like, I had just put myself through this, like, trauma, this unnecessary trauma, just to basically make other people happy. And so my final straw basically was that getting disfellowshipped. Then the final straw with like my marriage was I still didn't want to talk. Like I still didn't want to talk about the church and stuff, but I was doing it more to protect like my, I mean, my ex, like she's just more of a private person. She doesn't like to put stuff out there. And I'm more like, hello, it's me, Tyler, everybody look at me. So you can imagine like the difference in personality there. And so I basically, um, I kept finding friends and family and people that were like struggling with their relationship. Like I had a friend come up to me and he's like getting divorced. And I was like, what happened? He's like, well, I decided to leave the church and blah, blah, blah. I just kept happening. I had like five friends, like I'm leaving the church. And so I'm losing my marriage or like my marriage is falling apart. And I was like, this is a problem that nobody wants to address. Everybody just wants to say over and over and over again that it's because you left the truth. It's because you left the truth, and that's why this is happening. And, like, I could tell that that wasn't true. I could tell that, like, these people, like, had left the church for the right reasons, and now their life was starting to fall apart. And everybody looks at you as if you're the problem. Like, you're the one that's, like, ruining somebody else's life and Everybody's just putting your name on the stupid temple roll week after week trying to, like, get you back instead of, like, sitting down with you and talking to you about your perspective. So I feel like I'm getting kind of heated right now because it's so frustrating to feel like your life gets a little bit, like, taken. But then you look back and you see, like, the reasons and, like, what you learned and how can I be helpful now. So for me, like, all I'm trying to do is just be more helpful. Just be helpful. Just uh, be there for people that need help. And so I'm actually going uh, I'm going boating right now. And so I got to end this thing. But I'll either add to it or just do another one. Um, this is a topic I'm interested in. I think this is the topic that I can speak about the best because I'm kind of passionate about it. So I'll jump back on and record a little bit more another time, but just had to get this on here. Bye.